During a crisis, you know, cocktail hour can be almost any hour. make me burp okay boozy extra boozy extra 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 boozy extra this is our second edition of the boozy book club right yes so you've finished books 26 of them (laughs) i've started multiple books and yet to finish any of them. Yeah, I decided to count the other day because I was like, I feel like I've been reading a lot in this quarantine. Yeah, I've read since uh, the beginning of April. I've read Mm -hmm. 26? 26 books. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I feel like I've started a lot. Some of them have been, I start reading them and then like, I don't have anything to do. And so I will just read a book in a day so i feel like that's fair i feel like i find i feel like i need to get back into reading mode so what have you read what have you read recently so clearly i've read a lot um i think so the i maybe our next boozy book club um we can both talk about the same book because the book that i read (laughs) that we both wanted to read that you haven't finished yet no because it just came in this week and then I started reading it and then did other things. So I'm only 60 pages in. Yep. But it, it seems like a fairly fast read. It's pretty quick. Um, it's called The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix. Yeah, I think I'm, I don't want to say too much about it because I have some thoughts that are best talked about when like you've read the whole thing. One has read the whole book. Yeah. that That's fair. Um, that's so fair. that'll be our next one where we maybe both talk about the same book. I mean, I guess that's also the point of the pod, but with Babysitter's Club. But um, <laughs> so the other two books that I've read recently, two totally different books. Um, one is called Maisie Dobbs and hmm. it's by Jacqueline Winspear. And it's a book that I, because, you know, I've, been loving the um, online borrowing from the library. Um, yes. I found something popped up like as a suggestion. And one thing I like about the app, it's the Libby app, is they tell you what number of, if it's part of a series, what number it is. So like one of the books that was in the series popped up and I saw it was like number four. And I was like, well, I should probably read number one first. Um so I think it's the debut book from this author and mm-hmm. it's, I think it was published in like 2003 or something. Like it's not very recent. Mm-hmm. Turns out she's written, I think there's like 15 more books in the series by now. Jesus. Um, but it's really good. It's basically about this young woman um, in post World War One London. And she's a private investigator. And so it's this weird kind of like single woman, private investigator. And this book starts out with her um, kind of 
on a case and um, she's just split from her partner, not in a bad way, but like he's basically like, go off and do your own thing. I'm retiring. So this is one of her first cases by herself. It starts out that way. Partner as in like lover or partner as in work partner? Work partner. So he was like her mentor, taught her how to be a private detective. Um, The idea of being a private detective in books sounds really exciting, but I feel like in real life it would suck balls. Yes. Yes, I agree. Not that, I mean, if you're into sucking balls, that's great, but I don't want to kink shame anyone. Correct. (laughs) But the reality of it does not live up to a book. It doesn't seem that exciting. No, I don't think you would encounter the things that book private detectives do. But because it's the first book in the series it also mm-hmm. goes backwards and it it's first person so you kind of get a sense of her upbringing and how she got to be where she is which then goes into the story and all of that is really interesting so um and i don't know what it is but i feel like a lot of these books i think i said this in the first boozy book club um a lot of the books that i've been picking up without really knowing it have a little mystical bent to it yes you did mention that and this one too had a little like not really but like just a a a hint just a touch just a touch and i was like huh interesting so um so that was good so that was probably like that was the most recent one that i've read that i really i liked and i probably will make an effort to read more of the series um i like it the other thing which is totally different that I've read, which I've been, is not new at all. It's very, very old, but um, is Into Thin Air by John Krakauer. It's the mm. story of the Everest tragedy in the yeah. 90s. Whew, it was something. That was one that I, like, I started reading and then in one day basically finished because it's just, it's so gripping and then i went down an internet wormhole of a like well who's this person and what did this person say and you know there's a lot of um there's a lot of additional information and obviously since he wrote that he became very famous and so like there's just a lot but it was it's a good read um it's it's hard to read because it's real life and you're reading about people that died. Oh, I understand that. But it's part of the reason why, like, so I'm, <laughs> I've got four books going right now that are in various stages of finishing. One of them is Say Nothing, which is, I know I talked about many, many months ago by Daniel Radden Keefe, which is pretty much about the troubles. Mm-hmm. And I haven't finished it because it's like I can only read so much yeah. about like things that are hard. Well, and I think with this, I almost just had to keep reading to get through it and to then I, I knew what happened, but I didn't well, know exactly. And so it was yeah. almost like you I just need to keep going. Well, and that, yeah, and I get done. that. I think sometimes when I, with like real things, I have to like take a pause and take a break. Like, yeah. I know eventually this is going to end with like the Good Friday Accords sure. and like all that stuff. But like the getting there and then woven throughout it is this like murder mystery about this one mother who just like vanished. 
great. So it's like you're getting all of the history of like all of the players you've heard of that I can't remember their names right now, but I know they're very famous. The people you know of Mm -hmm. from the Troubles. All of them. All of them. Mm -hmm. And then there's like one story of this like one mother that's like kind of obscure. And it's like, it's just a lot, but like I should finish it. It's on the queue to finish. Yeah. I mean, you'll get there. (laughs) Do it in your own time. Because you won't enjoy it if you don't read it the way you want to read it. Yeah. And I, I will say I, much like most things in my life, I do multiple things at one time, which means sometimes it takes me a little longer to finish it, but just because I'm getting there. I can't, I have to read one book at a time. I can't have multiple books going. I have multiple books going depending on my mood. Mm. So then the other one that I'm reading is The Mercies, which I talked about that I was going to start the last time we did book club. Mm -hmm. And I still like it. It's just, I thought it was going to be different than it is. I thought it was going to be like, female empowerment and uplifting mm-hmm. and it's kind of depressing oh. like there's a lot of like male oppression that's just like a lot hmm. so i have to read that in chunks so then i break that up with Circe, which is about you know the witch sure <laughs> but it's like from her perspective okay instead of like from the mythological perspective of like men telling her story sure so it's interesting. I mean, she's still turning people into pigs. Great. I mean, she's you know, it's just still maybe having her. You li- get a different idea of why she's turning people. Yeah, into pigs. and you get a different perspective. You, she's still having her affair with Odysseus. Mm-hmm. Like it's all there. Yeah. She just doesn't come out like scary villain, like every witch lady woman in history. Correct. So I like that. That's good. And then the the vampire book. So many options and then i've got like two more like on the back burner they're like sitting under the vampire book Mm -hmm. i probably should start reading some more uplifting literature that to offset like the heavy shit i didn't i didn't think one of them was gonna be like i knew the I mean, the troubles are never gonna be uplifting well but i feel no but that's like i mean a lot of that is real life I feel like the vampire book, it's not necessarily uplifting, no. but it's also not real life. And so... I also feel 60 pages in, I'm like, I... Yes. Charleston. Yes. In the 80s. Yes. And early 90s. Yes. And there is a certain subset of certain Southern things that I have a soft spot for. Like, I really... Like, this is me ranting now. I really wish there are so many lovely things about Southern culture. Just give up the fucking Confederate flag. Sure. Because there are lovely things. Mm-hmm. We do have to deal with a certain history, but you know, mm-hmm. that's why we have books. Anyway. Yeah. We'll talk about that when I finish it. Yeah. Hopefully by the next time we do this, I'll finish all four of those books. I would recommend them all. So there you go. <laughs> do you put down books? Like, if you, not like, you suck, book, but like, (laughs) if you're not enjoying a book, will you stop reading it? I will very rarely do that. Yeah. So there's this one book, God, I can't remember the name of it. I don't think I've ever not finished a book. And it was like all the rage last summer, and it was like loosely based on 
like Charles Manson and cults and whatnot. And I thought mm. I was going to be really into it. And I was just like, this, the protagonist is just like an indignant teenager and I can't handle this. So like I just ceased. There have been books that like <laughs> take a while, but like I just, books, movies, if I start it, I have to finish it. I can't just be like, meh. And I also have a really bad problem when I like things. I don't want them to end, so then I'll just string it out, which is what mm. I did with The Starless Sea. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, so I just strung it out. And I am the opposite. If I really like it, I will sit down and read it in one go because I just want to... Which makes sense. I mean, honestly, it's very silly with a book because I could, I could read it again. So... Oh, so I think on the last Boozy Book Club, I talked about how I hadn't yet read The Royal We. No, The Air Affair, which is the yes. sequel to The Royal We. And I finally got it and I read it. That was one that I did kind of stretch out a little bit because mm-hmm. I, I didn't want it to be over. So I did kind of limit myself a little bit, but I closed it and almost... Mm-hmm started from the beginning again. Like, I'm going to read it again very soon because I really, really liked it. Switching from kind of, well, it's still book-related, but it's TV-related as well. So the people that did Game of Thrones, apparently their next series is going to be based on the series of books that the first one is The Three-Body Problem. Have you heard of this? So, no. um, I did read um i did read that they were going to be doing something and i read a little blurb about it but i i don't know much about what it is other than i rolled my eyes big time really i read the i my mother and i both not about the the source material about the two dudes oh yeah roll your eyes at the two dudes and i hope they don't fuck it up but because we both really like the three body problem and she has the second book that she has to read Um, Because, again, I start things and don't finish them and my mother reads faster. But it's interesting because it's it's a great sci-fi book. And it's, you know, it's a different take on, like, alien encounter. Mm -hmm. But normally, at least from our Western perspective, it's always, like, the Americans are the heroes. Sure. And this book is a Chinese author. And I will say he walks this very fine line which is I'm sure how this book got published where he doesn't necessarily say he agrees with the Chinese government because in the book it like even goes into like the revolution and all Mm. of that that I'm like if he if he didn't walk this line and I don't even know if this book could get published now in China Mm -hmm. it's just fascinating because it's just a different perspective and it's a different take on what happens when alien you come in contact with an alien race Hmm. and america isn't great great yes it's fascinating interesting yeah and like it's it's really it's really well thought out and it's all like i mean some of i will admit some of the math and some of the like science of it did go over my head Sure. But it's still a good read. And what I also think is interesting is in the book, there's a character, at least in the three body problem, the first one of the series, there's a character that's like a police 
Captain Sergeant. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've read it. But even in this very Chinese book, he is very much that American anti-hero where he goes against the grain. He doesn't mm-hmm. always follow the rules. And I'm like, it's fascinating to see how even in this story where America is not necessarily the heroes, how American culture influences it's still the same. It's still the same. Yeah. Even if the character is a Chinese character, it's like, yeah. it's it's just, it's fascinating. So I hope they don't fuck it up. Well, I feel <laughs> like they did well when they used already written material yes. for Game of Thrones, where they went off the rails was when they had to write themselves. Yes. And they, so we they can, basically we said can, that. Yeah. And so we can all just really be mad at George R. R. Martin. Also, George R. R. Martin finished the fucking books. Apparently, For the love of God. Apparently, he really wants to build a castle in his backyard right now. Well, he also wrote that series with like, I want to write a series that is never going to be turned into a TV show. Well, just finish it, please. Just for the love of God, finish it. Yeah. <laughs> I read the first book. I watched the first season of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Read the first book book i can't remember if i think i may have watched the first two seasons and then went back and read the first book and then kind of decided i i think i'm good just watching the show because there's so many when they pulled from the books watching the show and just watching the show i think was fine yes i think i would like him to finish the books because more shit needs to be fleshed out. Right. The problem is, though, <laughs> my worry is that if he finishes, that you can't just pick up where the show left the source material because there's apparently within the books, they even they changed some things. Like there are some they characters did. that stayed alive that die in the books. There's some characters mm-hmm. that died that stay alive in the books, things like that. So... Could you just pick up the last few books? I don't know. I don't know if you could pick it up, but I think it would still give us a more... F- it's still going to end the way it ended, because that's the way he wanted it to end. No, I just he feel said like he may change that now, I think. Oh, well, that's annoying. Don't tell those people that that's how you're going to end it and then change it. No, I think he didn't... So I think... I think there were pieces that he knew, but I think the way the show ended he doesn't actually have a full ending. Like, he told them stuff, but then they went in a whole nother direction that he hadn't planned for or something like that. I think he needs to get his shit together. Because what I read, though, was that, like, he told them how he wanted it to end, but they, because he didn't have the source material, they just got to the end point, however they got to the end point. Interesting. Either way, this is all his fault. Finish the goddamn books. Well, it's also their fault for not hiring real writers and just yeah. doing it themselves and then That's giving weird. that horrible interview that was basically like yeah we we know we're like we we didn't actually know what we were doing the entire time so weird give us so weird more stuff to do because we're white dudes god the theme of 2020 everyone who is not a white dude legitimately this is our time just say to yourself what would an old white dude do then do it or maybe even a rich white lady or 
What would Martha Stewart do? W-W-M-S-D. <laughs> Gonna get that on a bracelet. It's true, but I will say Martha Stewart went to prison and a lot of them don't. So It doesn't mean that you actually have to take the advice. You just have to think about the answer. Accurate. So if you're like, hey, I'm thinking about doing some insider trading. What would Martha Stewart do? And then you go, oh, she would do it. And she went to jail. Yeah. Then you don't do it. You don't. But like think to yourself, old, rich, white, Anglican people, what would they do? Wasps. What would old white wasps do? I mean, they would not I mean, talk should... about their emotions. I'll tell you that much. True. That's where Just... eye ties go wrong every time. Drown that <laughs> shit in whiskey and gin. <laughs> Speaking of eye ties, I just started a new podcast. This might get cut, but like you listening listen to it. or listening, okay. listening. I didn't start it myself. It's Bunga Bunga. Oh, about Berlusconi? <laughs> yes. And it's going to be like an eight part series, and there's two episodes. It's so good. I just read apparently um, there's a, a dude that's the star of The Italian Apprentice. And he got Corona and he's been holed up at the, his like, whatever, his Italian villa or whatever. And Berlusconi has been there or whatever. And he's made all these people sick because he got the COVID. Great. I mean, I feel like that's on brand. Yes. But Bunga Bunga, I may not have finished books, but I've started this podcast and it's, it's very good. Also, Once Upon a Time in the Valley is also very good. It's good. The reading of the script is a little forced, but the content okay. is good. It's like basic. It's it's essentially the Tracy Lord story, mm -hmm. but like the first episode is like the story from Tracy Lord's perspective. Okay. Then the next co episode or two is from like the porn industry perspective, and then the last couple episodes, and I think how that series is going to end is like them actually doing like investigative journalism to find out like what actually happened what actually happened and Interesting. It, they've scripted it a little too much where it's a little forced but the content is good Interesting. so i over i overlook the hard table reads but did you, you know. see um the i believe it they only did it last night the um rereading apparently they're doing a rereading of the golden girls and every week it's a new cast <laughs> i did not see that and I think they did it last night. It's like a Zoom call. And so last night it was Tracy Ellis Ross, Regina King, Sanaa Latham, and I think Alfre Woodard was Sophia. <gasps> Shut your fucking face. And then Lena Waithe was the narrator <laughs> reading the stage directions. I have to read. I have to listen to that. Because you had me... At Tracy Ellis Ross and Regina King. You sure. could have just stopped there. I'm gonna But Alfre Woodard as Sophia. Shut up. Let me see if I can find this. I also recognize that in 2020 some of the episodes of the Girl Golden Girls are problematic, but well, uh, what wouldn't be yeah, twenty years later. But apparently 30 years later. um some of them are less like the one where there's apparently one with um like blackface masks, but when they, when you actually watch it, the content of it is they're actually talking about it. They're not they're just talking like, about it being problematic. Yes, yes, thank <laughs> Which you. Which is on brand for the Golden Girls. I feel yes. like 
They were good about that. I don't want to cancel the Golden Girls. <laughs> One night only virtual event to raise awareness about voting, which I read real fast as <laughs> vomiting. So yeah, so that's our book club. And we'll we'll be back next week with a full length episode. Read and some we'll books. Tell us what you're read reading. Read some books. Tell us what we should read. And good times. Bye. Bye.